It is Monday, January 23rd. I am your host, Bling. Let's go over some AP headlines and talk about some other things, shall we? Treasury to designate Wagner Transnational Criminal, a criminal group. Washington AP, the United States Treasury Department will impose additional sanctions on the Russian private military company, the Wagner Group, that has been aiding Russia's military in its ongoing invasion of Ukraine. White House National Security Council spokesperson John Kirby announced Friday that Treasury will designate Wagner as a significant transnational criminal organization in the coming days. He said the designation will allow the administration to hit Wagner with tougher sanctions and squeeze its ability to do business around the world. The White House also released images of Russia taking delivery of an arms shipment from North Korea that it said was intended to help bolster Wagner forces as they fight side by side with Russian troops in Ukraine. The Biden administration first accused North Korea last month of providing infantry infantry rockets and missiles to Russia. North Korea has denied assisting Russia. These actions recognize the transcontinental threat that Wagner poses, including through its ongoing pattern of serious criminal activity with these actions, and there'll be more to come, Kirby said. The U.S. government on Friday also released an image dated November 18th that it said showed Russian rail cars traveling from Russia to North Korea. Kirby said the next day North Korea loaded those rail cars with shipping containers and the train returned to Russia. Kirby said the information was shared with the United Nations Security Council Sanctions Committee on North Korea. The White House has increasingly expressed alarm about Wagner's growing involvement in the war as it has has been particularly active in the intense fighting in Bakhmut in eastern Ukraine. The White House has said that in certain instances, Russian military officials have even been subordinate to Wagner's command. Like Hessians, they're like mercenaries. Wagner's are like the Hessians of, or am I, am I going too far? I'm going too fast here? Too far, too fast. Who listened to yesterday's episode, everyone? Cool. There's eight mis- eight minutes missing from your bonus material. I'll publish it later. Yeah, yeah, I will. <laughs> I said I will. Well, I may or may not, but I've I've got a couple episodes here that I made, and I just like uh, don't do it. See if there's some good headlines. The White House has increasingly expressed alarm about Wagner's growing involvement. In, I already read that. Kirby said the U.S. now assesses that Wagner has some fifty thousand personal fighting in Ukraine personnel. Fighting in Ukraine, including 10,000 contractors and 40,000 convicts that the company has recruited from prisons. You've got to be kidding me. They just took everyone from prison. They're like, hey, you guys want some guns and stuff? You guys want to... Hey, are you guys in prison, right? Are you guys just uh, wanting to get outside, work as a team? Okay. I got this radical idea. Not a ragtag group. You know, we're not going to mold you into soldiers. Here's a bunch of guns. If you guys do anything stupid, you're dead. Okay? And you might get paid, you might not. But we'll give you some food. We'll give you some tanks. Here's some freaking guns. If you guys do anything stupid, you're dead. And we'll know if you did something stupid. But hey, let's get one for Russia, huh? Who wants to get out of prison? Everyone? 40,000 of you? Could you, I mean, could you imagine? What a brilliant idea. The U.S. assesses that Wagner, owned by Putin, ally, um, Jenny Prigozhin, Yevgeny Prigozhin is spending about 100 million a month in the, in the war. Prigozhin 
has also publicly taken credit for some of Russian's recent advances in Ukraine. Um, and I had another one I wanted to talk. Oh, of course, that shooting that happened today. Police seek why 72-year-old gunman shot up L.A. dance hall. I probably should start off with this story. I kind of meant to. Monterey Park, California, AP. The search for the motive behind the shooting massacre at a Los Angeles area ballroom dance hall led police to a mobile home community as they probed the past of a 17-year-old suspect Monday and his relationship to the club. Meanwhile, the death toll rose to 11 after health officials announced that one of the 10 people who were wounded had died. The suspect, who Ken Tran, who was found dead of a self-inflicted gunshot wound Sunday, had visited police in his town of Hennett twice this month to allege he was a victim of fraud theft, and poisoning by family members between 10 and 20 years ago in the L.A. area. Spokesman Ellen Rice told the Associated Press Tran said he would return to the station with documentation but never did. Tran was found dead in the van that he used to flee after attempting to attack a second dance hall. Authorities said the mayor of Monterey Park said Tran may have frequented the first dance hall that he targeted and his ex-wife told CNN she had met him there and he offered her free lessons. All but one of the victims were 60 or older. According to the, infor- according to the information released Monday, but the Los Angeles Coroner's Office providing the first identifications. All 60 or older. Uh, that's <clears throat> Minan, 65, and Lillian Lee, 63, were the first two women named. Two other women were in their 60s, and one was in her 50s. Three men were, ki- were in their 70s, and two in their 60s were also three. So five, two other women in 50s and 60s. So four women and three men. Officials, so seven right there that were named, I guess, anyway. Officials did not disclose an age for the 11th fatality, which was announced by the LA County Department of Health Services. Authorities have shared little about Tran. Los Angeles Superior Court records show Tran was married in 2001 and divorced five years later. Setting up considerable differences. The couple did not have children, said they had no community property, and neither side had to pay alimony. In the uncontested case, Tran noted in a filing that he could not get away from work to attend any court hearings, though he did not disclose where he worked or what he did. His ex-wife told CNN that they married soon after they met. While she is named in court papers, she has not to be identified because of the sensitivity of the case. She said he would become upset if she missed a step dancing, but was never violent with her. Tran eventually moved from the San Gabriel Valley, a melting pot for Asian immigrants, and settled in a mobile home community for those 55 and up in Hemet, 75 miles east of Los Angeles in Riverside County. Police searched his home there Sunday night. Hmm... The shootings during Lunar New Year celebrations in a way of fear through Asian American communities and cast a shadow over festivals, festivities nationwide. The massacre was the nation's fifth mass killing this month, and it struck one of California's largest celebrations of a holiday observed in many Asian cultures. Dealing another blow to a community that has been the target of high-profile violence in recent years, it was also the deadliest attack since May 24th when 21 people were killed in an elementary school in Ovalde, Texas. Law enforcement officers said the rampage could have been even deadlier. We do understand that he may have had a history of visiting this dance hall and perhaps motivation has to do with some personal relationships, but that's not something that I think investigators are still uncovering and investigating. Oh, I think that's something. 
apologize. Correction. But that's something that I think investigators are still uncovering and investigating. That was Mayor Henry Lowe from Monterey Park. Public records show train once had addresses in the city and neighboring ones. The mayor and L.A. County sheriffs um, suspects were large. The suspect was carrying what Luna described. What am I reading now? Is this train is the second oldest mass killer in the U.S. over the last nearly twenty years, according to a database? Well, that's such an impress. Yeah, Yuma, Arizona, seventy-three-year-old in Yuma County, Arizona, twenty eleven, before killing himself, murdered five people. Yeah. Within three minutes of receiving the call, officers arrived. Yeah, they they had the carnage inside. When they came into the parking lot, it was a chaos. I imagine it was. I really did. Uh, quote, something came over me. I realized I needed to get the weapon away from him. I needed to take this weapon to disarm him, or else everybody would have died. Say so said, when I got the courage, I lunged at him with both my hands, grabbed the weapon, and we had a struggle. Once A sees the gun, he pointed it at the man and shouted, get the hell out of here. I'll shoot. Get away go <clears throat> i i'm sorry i have to stop here that is a terrifying experience once say uh brennan say was in the lobby at the time and he told abc's good morning america that he thought he was going to die absolutely something came over me i realized i needed to take the weapon away from him i need to take this weapon disarm him or else everybody else would have died When I got the courage, I lunged at him with both my hands, grabbed the weapon, and we had a struggle. He pointed at the man and shouted, get the hell out of here, I'll shoot. Get away. Go. When you know you're going to kill somebody, if they take a step, if they even just take a step closer to you, or you're going to attack them, if they're stupid dog, you're going to killer dog if it does not get away from you you've told them repeatedly and then the knife is out and you say get your effing dog if your dog takes one step close like you have to right now i'm not happy with the way everything turned out today in my life you know like that's where i was at i was sleeping bag homeless get your dog away from the homeless guy with a knife but it it was it's almost like deliberate. Like when it comes into your atmosphere, the, Brandon Say was not going around pointing guns at people saying, I'll shoot you, get away, go away, I'll, I'll freaking kill you. He wasn't saying that. He's probably never said that before in his life. How am I doing on time here? This is the Bling Vieira Podcast. Hey, sound guy. Tacos, fettuccine, linguine, martini, bikini. We're in the second segment. I went over on the first segment already. But, yeah, sound effects guy. Can we get that freaking airplane, please? I wanted to point out a few things here. And I, I'm kind of, let's, let's all close our eyes. Let's all close our eyes and use our imagination. Do it with me, unless you're driving. Keep your eyes open. Don't listen to this podcast if you're driving. I'll put you to sleep. You'll go to sleep, or I'll put you to sleep. You're in my world now. So just let's close our eyes, and let's use our imagination. Let's put ourselves there in Monterey, California. Let's put ourselves in that dance hall, and let's try our best to visualize. Like, just let's be. let's not even be... Brandon, right? 
Hold on, let me make sure I got this right. Hold on. Oh, well, that's not what I... Oh, no. God, bad, bad content. Let's put ourselves there. Brandon Say, he was in the lobby, and he told ABC's Good Morning America that he thought he was going to die. Something came over me. I realized I needed to get the weapon away from him. I needed to take this weapon, disarm him, or else everybody would have died, Say said. When I got the courage, I lunged at him with both my hands, grabbed the weapon, and we had a struggle. Once Say seized the gun, he pointed it at the man and shouted, Get the hell out of here. I'll shoot. Get away. Go. Go. The assailant paused, but then headed back to his van and Say called the police, the gun still in his hand. <clears throat> now, excuse me. I'll pretend that we're just there watching it happen. I don't know. It didn't say how long he works there for. It might say later in the story. That's as far as I've read so far. Um... Putting myself there, I'd say Brandon probably had has experience at that specific location. Is he security? No. Is he like the owner? Probably, yeah, probably not. Does he know some of the people there? Probably, yeah. He's probably been there for a while. He's probably part of that dance hall as as far as like the community goes. Does he dance? Who knows? He's a phenomenal dancer. Brandon say phenomenal dancer. He's a he's not as advanced in age as the shooter was. So he's a little bit more, maybe more spry and limber, a little bit more active. As younger generations have tend, you know, tend to be physically, physically. So he's, he's, it, it has to process through your mind. And it's it's hard to do because I, I wasn't going to... Well, when you're sleeping bag homeless, man, <clears throat> it's different. Everything is... every. I'm sure it's like prison. Everything's just... Uh, everything is amplified up the level. You just can't... You're just looking over your shoulder. You can't... You, you can't trust anyone at that point uh, that, that I was in. And it... it when I was at Sugar House Park, this dog comes hopping, romping over. I'm trying to find a place to take, like, to take a wizard. And this dog comes. I love animals. I'm mostly a vegetarian, kind of. <laughs> Lately, I mean, I don't know. I've been a vegetarian for over a decade. So, yeah, it slipped up a little bit here around Thanksgiving. But before that, yeah. No, I, I, don't, I haven't eaten pork in over a decade. I don't eat pork. Um, beef, it's been a while. I think I accidentally ate a beef, uh, taco. Thinking it was chicken for a second there. Like, yeah. Um, that's all the red meat I've eaten, though. No pork, one taco. Oh, you know, over a decade that I know of. Uh, chicken, I started eating around Thanksgiving. Um, but that'll go away. Fish, I think I eat fish mostly year-round, but that's because I don't eat fish much. So that's my sort of diet. And that is mostly because of animal rights, health reasons, but mostly because I just don't think killing animals all the time in factory farming is a good idea. 
just the waste alone, the, the concept, it's just not right. So with like Tyson Foods and stuff, I, I took a, I was just like, yeah, I read about it. I was just like, I'm not doing that anymore. The eggs that I eat here on, on the farm, our farm raised there. I've, I've gathered the eggs from here. So they're raised right here. Um, other chicken lately, it's been fried. But chicken and fish and turkey, that's what I've been eating lately, but chicken sparingly. And it'll, it'll phase out. I'll stop eating it once it starts to warm up. And anyway, lots of pizza. Get fat again. That's where that's where I'm at as far as like animal rights, living or dying, kill or be killed, fight or flight, like what whatever you want to call it. Nature, nurture, damn it. Whatever you want to call it. It's time to go. And one of you is going to die. Either he's going to walk in there, shoot everyone like or let's put ourselves on the other. Let's put ourselves on the other on the other hand, on the flip side of the coin, huh? Let's put ourselves in the shooter's shoes. And let's not let's not get sociopathic about it. Let's just try and imagine. Who are you going to kill first? You're just going to walk in there and shoot the the kid at the front desk, the kid. I'm sure the age difference was that much. I don't know did it mention his age? I imagine them to be, yeah, maybe my age, but to, compared to 72 years old, if you're 50, you're a kid, probably. So, this, you're walking in, you're 72 years old, it doesn't, this isn't about you, kid, front desk kid. Front desk kid is going to just be like, hey, man, just like every time, I'm going to walk in, just like every time, get past the front desk kid, no problem, he sees me, I'll walk in. And shoot everyone. And then on my way out, I might shoot the front desk kid. But if I shoot the front desk kid first, everyone is going to say, what is that? A shooter? The front desk? They're, they're running. They're running to their cars. They're running for cover. Or they're getting chairs. Bats. A freaking... Um, what's it called? The thing... What's it uh, A sap. The freaking they're they're in the they're in the bathrooms taking their socks off making saps putting bars of soaps in their socks and they hear the front yeah we roll a quarters someone's got a roll of quarters back there making a fist like yeah yeah like they're getting ready when they hear those gunshots go off in the front desk kid so let's get past the front desk kid first it's like what's up dude yeah whatever oh day oh yeah yeah blah we gotta work hard let's get in the ballroom shoot the place up and then we'll shoot the front desk kid on the way out if he tries to you know if he acts cute or whatever brandon say a real hero I'm, i might sound like i'm being satirical and sarcastic and maybe i am because it's that horrific and it's something like i can't even imagine put myself there like really put my all the blood and just like all the does the violence and the um disregard for other people's lives and to be that age Let's let's dance. Let's keep ourselves in shape. Let's be active. Let's be social. Let's drag ourselves over to the dance place. We don't want to go today. We're retired. I don't feel good. It's Monday. Let's not go today. We have to force ourselves. We're getting older. Let's not just stay inside all day. Like let's go interact with people. We always feel better when we're done doing it. Just you know, come on. It's a new year, 2023. Let's drive ourselves over there, and let's dance.
Let's try to dance. Let's attempt to keep dancing. It'll keep us in shape. Come on. We get to meet people. And sometimes it's good. And we'll go shopping or we'll go to the freaking grocery store after. That's, that's the arguments that they're having. And that's what's going on in their lives. Not shooters um, coming through the door. So Brandon say, man, to, there's a, there's a part where you, there's a dog in front of you. You told the owner, no, get your dog away and get the dog. And the dog's still getting close to you. And I have a knife in my hand. I'm like, I am going to stab. I'm going to kill your dog. It's a freaking weird. It's a weird feeling, but there's a, it's a split second, man. It's either, it's a switch. It's either on or it's off. And once it's on, it's like, yeah, I know I could kill someone. Brandon said he knows he could. He didn't, but he knows that he could. You're listening to the Bling Vieira podcast. Brandon say, I'm not trying to mock him at all or trying to poke fun at the situation. I admire that kind of courage. I, I don't know what it's like exactly, but the dog at Sugar House Park in Utah was a pretty... I love animals, so yeah. I, I can't imagine being a hu- with a human um, and a gun in your hand and you know it, it's not up to speculation of whether you're being attacked on the train or bus or you know it's premeditated. This man's intentions, this old man's intentions are to shoot this place up. Whether he saw the news headlines or not prior, he's, he, there's a, he, he gets it. There's a tempo he kept up with. He's like, this man's going to shoot this place up. I got to do something. Give me the gun and then just go for it. <clears throat> like a courage, yeah. Get the hell out of here. He was probably, if that guy took steps closer and started coming at him, Brandon say would know how it feels to kill someone. Although he still has the experiential knowledge of knowing that he could pull the trigger i think that's a huge that's a it's a massive massive difference and it differentiates and distinguishes you from being um someone that sort of on your conscience or or not if if you if you see it as like i think prince harry said it was like chess and stuff and you know the royal army had some things to say about his opinion but it's it is kind of like that the good the good ones versus the bad ones and there might be a, maybe it's compartmentalism, but then you're just compartmentalizing it all in your mind. Um, these are just different things that you've had to deal with. Like maybe, yeah, and you're just avoiding it, maybe. But there's also ways of just like rationalizing it and making sense of it. In, in the moment, it's kind of like you or them, or you're just wrong place, wrong time, or I, I don't know, it, it, it at a point, it just comes to like, yeah, I had to pull the trigger. Um, it's just sort of what what I had to do. And maybe there's real no no way of moralize, moralizing it, justifying it morally. But Brandon Say, the real hero, a real he's not a cop, he's not a firefighter. He's a real, true life, not a security guard. He's a hero, man. And he's, he's there all the time. He's familiar with the, the terrain, the layout. 
this guy walk in, or maybe he even knows him. That's old man. Yeah, Sue, whatever his name was. <clears throat> Just like walks in. He's like, oh, not this guy again. This guy's always yelling and stuff, always causing a scene. Is that a gun in his hand? It's like, ah, damn it. I'm going to die. And it's just like, well, let's go. Yeah. I'm going to get that gun out of his hand. He's going to come in here. He's going to try and kill everyone's grandparents, great-grandparents, or the couples in love, grown old together with no kids. Still did it right anyways. Sisters, brothers, they're kids. They're sons and daughters of somebody in the world. And just to have it end like that after all those years of work and and um, effort, as this crazy old guy comes in and shoots the ballroom up. And do we know why? I think there's probably some jealousy or affair, or some people got involved, some people didn't, some people said some things behind his back, some people didn't. It was all in his head. It, maybe it wasn't, but like either way, you didn't spend your whole life to to retire and die ballroom dancing. It's tragic, man. And in uh, the Lunar New Year, to read some of those, I think I read some other um, comments about how it's, you, you start the new, the new Year, it was, it was a, a China, uh, someone from China, a uh, Chinese person was saying, you start the New Year without, you try to have no bad luck. Don't do anything that would cause bad luck. Don't start it off with something bad. Do good things. And then continue on to the rest of the year. So that way it carries into next year and next year and, and so on. If you do good things, keep it going. Keep that momentum going. And don't do anything bad starting off the year. I imagine it's kind of similar to like a, a Christian baptism. You're Mormon, you're baptized at eight years old. But yeah, you're kind of absolved of your sins. I think at eight, I'm still probably not capable of really grasping stop being bad but I, I still know I, I used to kind of compare it like well it's, it's been four years since i was baptized so but yeah you're absolved of your sins you don't want to you get a second chance new year the lunar new year it's a new chance don't start don't start doing stuff stupid right off the bat don't get an open container at Clayman park in mesa arizona just start the new year off like just a freaking idiot freaking idiot bot but having the courage to point a gun at a human, say, get the hell out. Tran, again, um, no, say, uh, Brandon Say, he was not there that day to put up a fight. He was not there that day to, like, I don't know, put his life on the line. Why would he? What, what's, what, at the dance, at the ballroom dancing, he has to put his life, what is he, tightrope walking? the parking lot or something on from high up no no it's stupid why would he put his life on the line just go to work and go run this place he's volunteering who knows just there the front part how's it going today you here today you yep. keeping track of purses and shoes making sure no one's stealing anything <laughs> i mean probably it's not security but just like a another set of eyes that you can trust and just to think i mean if he's younger I'm comparing these ages, right? Of like the, you're just a kid, but you still, even if you're 20 years old, 16 years old, your life flashes before your eyes, man. 15 years, 72 years, man, it doesn't matter. You're that close to death 
or you're that close to it's like a gamble dude and yeah i'm glad he did it because there would have been some more people dead and you'd probably have them barricaded in that dance hall yeah ballroom just taking people and just shooting the people in yeah randomly at that point and just have someone who just i don't know broke snapped somehow um probably financial issues somewhere um just snapped this enough is enough i'm a good dancer no one else knows how good i am at dancing i'm the i'm the best dancer there ever was and no one and no one cares well i'm gonna change that yeah he just goes in his probably something like that i'm the best dancer there ever was you can't even keep your you can't even keep it a beat you're having missteps we're getting a divorce <laughs> jeez man uh well they got married quick yeah i'm sure yeah they tried to do it right and it ends up being as a troubled individual and just grew old and grew older advanced in age and had to wanted to just take as many people have as many people like suffer along with on the way out i'm mean, just gonna freaking take everyone out i'm gonna get everyone out of here along with myself <clears throat> but yeah i'm gonna go there i'm gonna get past the front desk brandon freaking brandon at the front desk he passed him real quick and then i'll freaking if if i have enough ammo i'll freaking take him out on the way out since I, yeah, everyone will be scared by that point and running off you know, make it to my van and then go drive off. So, yeah, do something else or just yeah, take it out in the van. Scary stuff, dude. Because, yeah, you don't expect that, especially in that part of town. Some of the interviews were like, no, it doesn't. This is a safe place. It's the middle of the city. So they said, Monterey. I don't know. How safe is it now? It's a dystopia that we're living in. It's a post-pandemic dystopia that we're all living in right now. It's, a, it's like a nightmare into a nightmare. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. I, I think I had some other stories too. I actually made... Um, I was making a bunch of frog sounds now, do you? I actually made a couple episodes... Since the Swedish one, it's a, that's a little bit of a hot, uh, hot topic there with Sweden and the burning of the Quran. I'll probably unpublish that one, just delete everything. Bring your podcast is no more. No, I try to put myself there, you guys, and I cleaned up this episode a lot more and made it more concise. And I'm trying to put myself in these murder situations and trying to to make sense of it. I didn't finish all this story. I think you guys can do it, but Brandon say the true hero of today and for, yeah, the posterity of others to help them, to intervene like that as a true hero, especially the start of the, the Lunar New Year, to start it off that way as a hero. And I think, if anything, maybe he could not have intervened prior, right? He wasn't there to stop the whole thing altogether, but I still think some of the family members affected by those who were who were killed um, before the eleven that were killed, I think they'll have some at least 
um, peace of mind knowing that he was stopped, that Brandon intervened and was a hero. I think by definition, you guys want to look up the definition of hero? A person who is idealized for courage or outstanding achievements, Brandon say, a real hero. A real hero today, right now. <laughs> it just takes this guy out, stops him, makes sure no one else has to die. For whatever reason, for whatever dancing reason. Oh, I was going to do, um, I'm going to start closing these things with with the with the weather i think what do you guys think about that huh i'll do some weather eh. all right who wants the weather anyone anyone want to talk about why they call it a joint too eh, do it that way stockholm 24 degrees los angeles 63 seattle 43 seoul south korea three degrees three degrees in seoul cold one over there Free, frosty night seoul south korea three degrees Phoenix, 50, Cape Town, South Africa, 67. Got New York at 39, Salt Lake City, 31, Paris, 34, London, 36, Stockholm. We already did that. <laughs> Skating on thin ice, freaking Sweden. No, I think um, I had some stuff to talk about with Macron too, but I'll save that for later. I'll save that for later. Make sure to catch the... Um, episode prior to this one before I unpublish it because I'm going there's eight minutes that are missing I'm going to publish it as the missing episode at some point keep a lookout for that tell all your friends and you know let's try and be heroes starting out the new year the new lunar year thanks again for listening guys you're the cool the is trying to get out of Arizona. Well, actually, I need to make some coffee. I don't have any K-Pods. I keep forgetting I need some K-Pods. I need coffee. I need it. Mm, coffee pod. Can someone give me a coffee pod? That's an awfully hot coffee pot. You guys remember that? That's an awfully hot coffee pot. Should I pour it on Donald Trump? Probably not. <laughs> Dude, Eminem. I meant to talk. I have this on this list of stuff to talk about. And all I get through is like, let's put ourselves there. Let's close our eyes and use our imagination. Enter my mind. And let's go into the scene ourselves. Let's look at Hero Brandon's day. Hero Brandon says day. As he took out that shooter with premeditated murder on his mind. Enter my mind. No, I have a lot of stuff to talk about. And so I wrote Eminem Rap God. Because, look, I'm not a huge Eminem fan myself. Like, I, I've been listening to Eminem, Eminem since, like, 2001. Like, way, yeah, all of 2000. I'm sound bombing. Like, I had, I had Soundbomb and CD on top of my car. That's how I lost it. But I had the Soundbomb and CD at one point. It was a good CD. He was good in that one, too. Like, I remember, I'm like, damn. Like, this is that same guy who sings that This Is My Name Is. And anyway. <laughs> stupid. That's, that Slim Sadie sh- song was so stupid. I didn't like it. 
But then I heard some of his other stuff, just like the killers. Yeah, the killers, somebody told me. Somebody told me that song sucks. I mean, whatever, but it's I didn't I didn't like it. I heard Mr. Brightside though, I was like, damn. And so that's the kind of same thing. Eminem, it was like, my name is Slim Shady, huh? Okay, I don't get it. I don't like the, his voice. I don't like the way it sounds. And then I heard Sound Bomb, and I was like, damn, dude, and he's going, too. He's getting worked out. He's going. Got some speed on him. And then, um, so, but listening to him for a while, here and there, uh, it wasn't until Rap God, just until last summer, summer of 2021, yeah, freaking summer of 2021, I discovered Rap God. And I was listening to it, just thinking, like, that's, that's an okay, yeah, it's pretty good. I like it. It's really good. But then the bridge where he, like, Guinness Book of World Records, most fastest rapping or in the, in the, in the history books, in the record books, on a song called Rap God. So it's like, okay, well, it's, it's not wrong, really. I mean, right? It's not wrong. He's not wrong. It's, it's a song called Rap God, and it's in Guinness Book of World Records, right? Okay. The first two... Uh, I was going to do a whole episode, basically, on Rap God, but the first two Saturday morning sounds... Lana. Freaking Lana called me. Where you at? I'm worried. The first two words that he says, they're not even words. Some alumma. Some alumma, it's like, it, he gets going, and it gets going even faster... And he, he pretty much is like, yeah, if you guys want to see me really go, like, this is the height of everything, rap god. And then what's it, Machine Gun Kelly? Yeah, it's a whole freaking episode in itself. No, I like Machine Gun Kelly, too. He's got a, he's cool. I think he's cool. I don't know much of his music, but the stuff that I like, um... Oh, anyway, it's a popular Machine Gun Kelly song. Hello, world. You effing suck. Anyway, 